0: Welcome to the AspieLand Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger's Syndrome, also called Autism Spectrum Disorder. Everyone is welcome here. Whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it, we're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings. I'm your host, John Allen, and welcome to AspieLand. This is a very special place where those who have Asperger's Syndrome or Autism Spectrum Disorder and those who are neurotypical can gain commonality through compassion. Now if you're new to this podcast, let me welcome you once again and I want you to know that you're in a place of acceptance. If you have Asperger's Syndrome or Autism Spectrum Disorder, I want to help you understand and function in the neurotypical world. And if you're a neurotypical, I want to help you as well. I want to help you understand and relate to the world of autism spectrum disorder. The goal of this podcast is to help us learn about each other and understand each other so that we can coexist and grow together by creating great relationships. I know I've said that a lot, but it's really important, and I'm going to keep on saying it. By looking through life through each other's eyes, we can truly relate and share life on this beautiful blue planet of ours. Now, about this episode, well, let me begin by asking you a question. Have you ever seen a tightwire artist at the circus? I know what you're thinking. Random! Yeah, but really, have you? They are amazing. I remember seeing it once as a youngster. The way they They balance high above you on this little wire and all they have is this long bar. I don't know if they call it a balance bar or what they call it, but they're holding on to that and they're looking forward at the platform on the other side. Have you ever wondered what that might be like? Trying to balance yourself so you don't fall one way or the other? Thinking a thousand thoughts and feeling a thousand emotions? What What must that be like? I mean, wow. Well, our episode is all about that. Not on a wire high up in the air, but down here in a life that makes you feel like you're way up there on a tight wire. So I call this episode, no surprise here, Up on the Tight Wire. Now, before we get going, let me thank all of you for listening to this podcast. And I'm so excited that so many of those with Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder and those of you who are neurotypical would take the time to understand how we both can learn and help each other. And thanks as well to all those who've subscribed via the website and left comments. And I really appreciate that. Okay, let's get into this. I want you to meet Dylan. He's the son we heard talked about in our conversation with Michael and Carrie Donnell, In the previous two episodes, I would encourage you, by the way, if you haven't listened to those two episodes ahead of this one, I would invite you to do so. They're called Game Changer and More Game Changer. And Michael and Carrie's ongoing story is really inspiring. Dylan, their oldest son, was diagnosed early in life, and I do mean early, with moderate to high-functioning autism spectrum disorder. Since we've learned so much about the challenges of raising a child with autism spectrum disorder, it seems to me that we should hear about the challenges of learning to manage life growing up while being on the spectrum. So we're going to visit with Dylan, who is living with both the autism world and the neurotypical world, balancing them both, like being on the tight wire, and doing it pretty well. Good to have you on. I really appreciate your... your taking the time out to talk and, and visit with me. Tell me your story. Tell me, Tell me. you know, what's uh, life like?
1: What's life like? Yeah, what's it like for you? Well, my story can really be summed up into, I guess, more of a struggle at first, really, because I've, I'm struggling with certain, like, trying to figure stuff out, like mis making mistakes. I'm always the kind of guy who doesn't want to make mistakes. So when I do make mistakes, I, I tend to... I guess overreact a little bit, which I mean I guess is human. It is. I can't really, like, read certain social situations correctly. Like, if someone's getting mad at me, I can't really tell, and if someone's not mad at me, I can't tell. So it's just kind of a, this constant battle of what's actually going on around me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have Asperger's, um, and I have the same issues. I have oh. the same problems. I, 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 I'll be talking with somebody, and they'll make a face— And I have no idea what that means. Mm. And so I'll keep talking. And then some make another face and I have no idea what they're saying. And so I struggle through that as well. Now, when did you think back? When did you first figure
1: out that things were kind of different for you? So kids um, back in the third grade in Calgary Falls, they were mocking me for some reason. And I just noticed that I acted a little bit different than some of the kids and I never knew why. It was almost like there was just something different about me than for other kids, but I could never quite, like, grasp it until one day that, um, it was either dad or mom revealed the truth to me in the car, and it changed my life. I mean, it really kind of showed me, hey, I'm not just this, this other guy. I have this unique disorder that actually really affects me.
0: hmm Now that you're a little older, you're in high school, right? Yes, sir. Okay. What grade are you in? Tenth grade. That's cool. Well, you're almost out. <laughs> uh, almost. I remember. I won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What kind of a role does do your parents play with your autism?
1: They they um, every time I'm confused with a certain situation that's going on, they will always tell me like what situa- like how to read certain situations, and I found that really helpful.
0: Can you think of any anyone in particular?
1: There was, um, there's so many situations that I like, like I always tend to think that mom and dad are mad at me for some reason, like but that's not their fault. It's just me not being able to read the situation. It's like th- like the face that they sometimes give off. It really just confuses me, and I'm like, uh, "You guys okay?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're okay." And sometimes when I think they're fighting, in reality they're not. It's just kind of a, it's just a constant battle.
0: Yeah, because you're trying to read the tone, and yeah. and you can't tell which tone is exactly what. So you're kind of like, what did that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have trouble with, like, humor. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I have trouble with humor. I'll watch a movie. Some guy says a joke. My wife, she'll laugh. I'll sit there, and about three or four minutes later, I'll go, ha, <laughs> ha, because I finally get it took me that long to figure <laughs> it out and, and kind of get
1: it me personally, I don't like sometimes it takes me a little bit to comprehend stuff too like like let it really sink in, and it it's not like sometimes like in certain situations it just it just takes a minute
0: sometimes those of us who are on the spectrum have trouble with all the things that are coming at you all the time, and it can cause a meltdown where it just gets to be too much, and, and we blow up without really wanting to. And y- you can really feel the tension
1: building. So what do you do to calm down? I've I've done different things in the past, and I found that none of them is really helping me. One thing I have found that's really helped me, though, is just get out of the situation. Like, the faster you can get out of it, find some excuse to just get out of it. Like, for instance, there was one time when me and my little sisters, Allie and Lily, were playing a Mario Kart. I recommended to them a game; they were getting upset, and I was starting to feel this tension and I knew that at any minute now a fight was gonna start. a fight did start, and I had to and I just wanted to get out of it quickly and just hang out in my room for a little bit just to kind of just calm down also just to get out of the situation,
0: okay yeah, well, with me, um when I get really stressed out, um I listen to music because. Oh. I was raised with all different kinds of music, so I'll put some music on that'll chill me out and it will help me because that's what I used for my um, my own self-therapy
1: mm. kind of thing Is because I use that. Sometimes you, weird... Thi- I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Weird thing. Um, I sometimes play Beyblade out of all the things in the universe to play. Mm. It's a game of tops and just blowing each other up, and I'm mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I just find it kind of fun just to watch them just go at it.
0: If you could tell another person about autism, what would you tell them?
1: One thing I would tell them is that it's it's always a struggle. You're always gonna have it. There's no there's no vaccine for it that can't really help you through this one. It's it's a it's almost like a COVID that sticks with you. Of course, like autism, in some situations can be very dangerous. In some situations, if like you don't know what's going on in like an emergency situation. That is a tough question, though, because there's so many things to tell them, like, like how to react, how to like read certain situations. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just it's never going to go away. like It's just something that sticks with you.
0: Now that you're in high school, I'm sure you, there have to be things that you can appreciate that you couldn't when you were, say, in elementary school.
1: So what's the best part of school for you? I guess my favorite part can also kind of be ironically, talking to people, which is kind of weird because this year I found a, a, a friend group who has really helped me a lot, and I just like talking to them.
0: Okay. What's your favorite subject in school?
1: Um, math, but it's quickly becoming history. Like, history is kind of taking it over a little bit. Why is that? I don't know. I just, I just find history more interesting. Math, it's getting more and more and more complicated. History, all it is is you... It, it's almost like it's telling a story, and I love stories, so it's just... I guess it's just cool.
0: Okay. Okay. What do you like to do um, when you're not in school?
1: Um, I like to play video games. Family-friendly games in particular. I'm not really a big fan of all the Call of Duty Fortnite type of stuff. I play more or less your Marios and stuff like that.
0: Okay, I asked your mom and dad this question, and I want to ask you, because there just might be somebody who's growing up with autism spectrum disorder, or maybe someone your age who just found out they're on the spectrum. What advice would you give to someone who's on the spectrum?
1: Um, you mean someone who has autism? Yeah. Just don't give up. Like, If it's one, if it's one advice I could give is, don't give up. Like, it's just trial and error sometimes with being autistic. Like, you'll fail. Everyone fails at certain things. But for social things, autistic people will fail. But just keep on trying. Like, keep learning over time. You you have to definitely learn a lot more than other kids do. And that, in turn, gives you a little bit more stress, I've noticed with me. I think as long as, as you are trying and you're, like, trying to figure out situations... I didn't get a really good friend group until I was a freshman year. That's how long it took me to find a friend group that I really feel comfortable with. So just keep trying, keep learning, and you'll you'll get it. It's almost like learning the ropes. You have to learn different kind of ropes than most people do, but you'll learn them, and in no time you'll be a pro. You'll make mistakes, sure. You won't read a certain situation correctly, but just keep trying.
0: That's cool. Okay, well, I sure appreciate your, your talking with me and, uh, and uh, the, the way you're hanging in and the way you're, you're doing stuff. Um, it's really cool. It's cool to watch. By the way, I, heard, I watched your, um, your uh, table talk. Now, for the benefit of our listeners, table talk is a short talk that's done before communion time at the church where Dylan's a member, and he was asked to give a short talk about faith and life. And okay. I, was, I was blown away. It was so good. There are, mm-hmm. there are adults who didn't speak as well as you did. Really, really good stuff. And the mm-hmm. stuff you were saying was right on the money. It was, it was fabulous. You. I loved it. Loved it. Watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you write that all yourself? Um, yes. That is with a lot, a lot of experience, me trying to figure out how to write stuff. Like I've had, oh, I've been practicing writing for over like six years before I could get that type of stuff. I can just write it.
0: That's cool. Well, I sure appreciate you coming on, and this has really been fun. I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you. This you has know, been fun as well. Well, very cool. All right, thanks. Ah, what a great time it was to sit down and visit with Dylan. You know, I was so impressed by his attitude and his straightforward view of life. Now, for those of you who are neurotypical, it can be hard to understand what a struggle it is sometimes just to get through a single day. Try something with me. Think of the most hectic day you've ever had. I mean, the absolutely worst hectic day you've ever experienced. Now, multiply that by, like, a hundred. Now, imagine that... And now you're getting a feel, a small look, if you will, at what it's like to be on the spectrum. Young people who are just like Dylan are having a hard time of it. When you consider just what neurotypical kids go through in in their teen years, the pressures of school, learning responsibility from adults, learning how to drive, the peer pressure from the kids their age is phenomenal, and then they think about dating and all that stuff that goes along with it, our young teens have a lot going on. And when you add autism spectrum disorder to that mix, well, I think you get the picture. Dylan shows us a great example of facing the adversity and coming out on top of it, understanding the reality of both the autism spectrum disorder And the application of that in a neurotypical world is truly like that of being up on the tight wire and navigating your way to the platform on the other side. Now, for those of you who are indeed on the spectrum, I hope that what Dylan has spoken about has touched you as well. You should see now that you can do it. Remember, you have value. You have real value as a person. And you are special. Yeah, okay, you're a little different than most. But you can succeed. You can navigate through the struggle that our new friend Dylan tells us is always there. And just like Dylan said, time and persistence, and you can be a pro at life. Okay, well, it's time to wrap things up, I'm sorry to say. First, I'd like to thank Dylan for coming on the podcast this time around. I would also like to thank WZIP-FM and the University of Akron for allowing me the use of one of their studios. And I'd like to thank each one of you who are listening. We're on a great adventure here and discovering really good things as we go. I'm genuinely grateful to all of you for coming along. Remember, please visit the AspieLand website. Just go to AspieLand.org. Don't use the www at the beginning. And if you haven't done so, please, if you would, subscribe to AspieLand. It'll put you on my mailing list, but I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm not interested in any of that. I'll just send you a note and let you know when my next podcast is coming up. And please, if you would, consider a donation to the work here. It's both for the website and the podcast so that I can keep this important work running. Well, so long for now, and we'll meet again next time in AspieLand. Thanks for listening to the AspieLand podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.